0: This is WJR's Business Biography. Now here's your host, Jeff Sloan. Welcome, today on Business Biography, we're featuring a brand we all know well here in Southeast Michigan and beyond. A brand built across three generations of family members in stewardship and leadership of a great Michigan company. Great Michigan company whose story is worthy of making known The company is Wallside Windows, known for its affordable but durable vinyl window replacements consumers purchase direct from the factory. In fact, many of us know them as the company that proclaims, we are the factory. The company was started in 1944 by Martin Blank, the son of Eastern European immigrants. He peddled produce to help support his family while growing up in Detroit. And after his army service, he embarked on an American dream to be his own boss by starting his own company. In the early days of Martin's new company, he focused on providing homeowners with home improvement services. He acted as the front man, given that he was a great salesman above all else. He got the customers and worked with various home improvement contractors to do the work according to his exacting standards of quality and excellence. His mantra was simply, you left the customer satisfied, or the job simply wasn't finished. And slowly but surely he amassed a following of loyal customers who knew they could count on him to do the job and do it right. Then with his home improvement business humming right along in the early 1970s as energy prices soared, Martin read an article in the New York Times about an emerging trend in home improvement. That's right, vinyl replacement windows which the article made clear were more energy efficient than wood, easier to install and maintain, and had a longer life as well. And not long after reading that article, that home improvement business of Martin's transitioned to become Wallside Windows, located on Schaefer Road in Detroit. And to sell those windows, Martin, being the pioneer he proved to be, turned to television to advertise his company with Martin as the spokesman. His message in those early commercials was simply, we will not be undersold, and it resonated with consumers, so much so that sales started rolling in, and Wallside Windows went on one of those growth runs that validates any entrepreneur's early vision. Today, Wallside Windows is led by second and third generations of Blanks, Martin's son, Stanford, and his grandson, Stanford's son, Adam. Adam serves as the company president today and runs the day-to-day operations of the company, and it's now considered one of America's largest home improvement operations. Prior to joining the company, Adam earned a law degree from the University of Michigan Law School, and on top of it, a BBA from the Ross School of Business at the University of Michigan as well. Gentlemen, welcome. Adam, let's start with you. As consumers, certainly we're all familiar with Wallside windows But from a business perspective, give us an overview of Wallside Windows today.
1: Wallside Windows is the leading replacement window company in the region. Primarily, we we sell the homeowners to improve their home's vinyl replacement windows, and we make our windows in our own factory. We service homeowners in Metro Detroit, Saginaw, Flint, Lansing, Grand Rapids, down in Toledo. And we really pride ourselves over 80 years of taking care of the customer. And making sure that we're providing a great product and and a great installation, but ultimately standing behind our product. And and that's really what we pride ourselves on. And the team at Wallside, each and every day, we, we, we focus on making sure that the product we put out into people's homes is high quality with a great installation and provides really improving their homes over time. Sure. And so it's both sales and installation. And manufacturing, too. We make our own windows. So we do the whole thing yeah. vertically integrated. We are the factory. So we're selling. We have 57 sales reps across the state of Michigan and Ohio selling in homes. We're or the original shop from home, I like to say, because we come to you. We sell you in our homes and we manufacture our own products. So we have that control and, and can make sure that we're putting out a quality, valuable product to our customers, manage the installation, and then service after the fact, too. We back our product up for a generation, for 35 years. And while you guys may have been the first in this space,
0: it's a competitive space, no doubt. We know some of the brands. We've been exposed to some of the other brands competing for market share against you guys. How do you outcompete the competition? What's the differentiation, and how do you achieve it?
1: Well, I'll look to my dad, but a lot of it is what he and my grandfather started, which is taking care of the customer. That's, for, that's first and foremost, is standing behind our product and taking care of the customer. So you could go on TV And say whatever you want, but at the end of the day, it's putting out a good quality product and then standing behind your product. And I think that's really most important. The most prideful thing that we have in our business is when a customer contacts us decades after their installation and there's a warranty item and we're able to fix it. No cost to them. And we're able to stand behind it. And for us, that's a point of pride that we've been around for more than double our warranty. And we plan to be around for a lot longer than that.
0: Stanford, let's get you in here as well. Keeping your father's values front and center at Wallside. It's no surprise that a major part of the reason you guys are so successful is that you continue to make it a focus to always put the customer first. There's nothing we won't do to make our customers
2: happy. And the other thing, too, is we have a long line of people that have been there a long time. And uh, there's people that have been there longer than Adam is old. Employees, salesmen and window installers. It's like a family. I mean, we have sons and daughters and grandsons and granddaughters and cousins and I mean, it's like the Wallside family. We're stuck in Taylor. We're in our own little world, and we take care of it every day.
0: All right. Now, and on the surface of it, one might say, that sounds lovely. You know? How nice. <laughs> yeah. But it's a lot more than that. Yeah. As a business person, how does that come into play when you say well, they've been around a long time? So what?
1: Well, I think a lot of people know what the expectations are, and, and they know what our secret sauce is, which is going back to what we mentioned, is is taking care of the customers. And it passes through generations, as, as my dad was saying, we're a third-generation-owned and operated family business, but our family is not the only three-generation families at Wallside. We have multiple others that have grandparents, parents, Mm -hmm. grandchildren that work at Wallside. And so I think that legacy of understanding what the expectation is and ultimately it's doing the right thing by our employees, our partners, and our customers that shows that longevity.
0: Yeah, and I think when an employee loves a company and is loyal to the company, believes in the company, stays at the company through three generations, no less, I think given that those people in most cases at a company become the touch point to the customers, whether it's in sales or whether it's in installation, whatever it may be, you're counting on them to be great ambassadors for your company. And they have to carry the values of the company and all the rest as they interact with the customers. And that's where it becomes really valuable to have that kind of long-standing employee base that loves and believes in the company. They become great ambassadors.
1: Yeah. And our people are in customers' homes each and every day, and they're really raising that and holding that wallside flag up. We have sales reps, installers, measure technicians, service technicians every day in hundreds of homes, and they're the one representing us to our customers' faces. So it's not like we have a storefront where customers are showing up every day, but we're in their homes and they're the ambassadors, like you mentioned, and really treating them right allows them to treat our customers right too.
0: Yeah. And of course, these are interesting times in business so you have to treat people even more right maybe than you've had (laughs) to in the past we all do right to keep our great employees on the team absolutely harder to make a sale in whatever business you're in today or most anyway across the board and so everything needs to be uh, paid closer attention to and made even sweeter in the various ways that businesses can and should and have to make that happen what about with the customer we're finding now that people are keeping their homes as opposed to moving Mm -hmm, these days. Home prices are way up. Better to consider rehabbing an existing home, improving an existing home, whatever it may be, as opposed to moving in a lot of cases. How has that impacted your business?
1: Yeah, well, especially coming out of the pandemic, a lot of people were looking to modernize and improve their homes in the place they spent a lot of time in. So we definitely saw a huge uptick after the pandemic. So that was a huge boon to our business. And we've seen a lot of different challenges. We definitely see business and remodeling is definitely a focus into the future. And it's a lot of people making sure that they're modernizing existing homes, but also there's an energy efficiency component. Putting in new windows provides a lot more energy efficiency. So there's customers that are looking to make their home more energy efficient. And there's also customers that are looking to kind of open up their homes, change the aesthetic, change the way they look, change the way they operate their windows, get fresh air in. So definitely we see that home renovation and home remodeling is definitely going to be a strong area for us well into the future and we look forward to continue to being the leader in our market.
0: It's one thing to make a great product and to have a great team to sell it and install it, but a challenge for businesses everywhere is how to market your business. After all, you can't have a sale unless you first attract a customer. How to create awareness and how to win the hearts and minds of consumers so that they choose you over the competition. Well, when we come back, we'll hear about how Wallside Windows achieves just that so effectively. You're listening to Business Biography, back with more of our story featuring Wallside Windows when we come back right after this break. Stick with us. Welcome back
2: to WJR's Business Biography with your host, Jeff Sloan.
0: Welcome back to Business Biography, today featuring the story of the long standing Michigan business, now one of the country's biggest home improvement operations. That business, it's Wallside Windows. And with us today on Business Biography, our second and third generation family members, now leading at Stanford and Adam Blank. Guys, let's talk about your approach to how you market your business. One thing is for sure consumers know your brand. So you're doing something right when it comes to marketing. And we all know TV has played a major role since early in the business's evolution. I'm curious, does it still? And what other channels do you focus on today, given how marketing channels have changed so dramatically? All depends who you
1: listen to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I li- say I don't watch TV. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Right. If you listen to me, you should be on TV 24-7. But it's a different world. You know, people don't watch TV the way they used to. So we've definitely cut back somewhat on our TV advertising and definitely gone into more digital, the digital
0: space. And so digital being
1: online advertising. Facebook, Dextore. And part of our strategy is be everywhere. Right. And so people are all over the place. It's going to be, we're we going to see people on their phones or they're going to be at, on watching TV or they're going to be watching the Tigers game streaming or... Uh, They're going to be driving down their car and seeing a billboard. So it's trying to be top of mind across the board and really making sure that people can see us wherever they're looking. So people's eyeballs go all over the place these days. And TV is still a huge driver of what we do, but it's about being other places as well. So we could try to follow people and make sure that we're top of mind, that when they need new windows, there's only one place to call. Tell us what role
0: each of you play in the company currently.
1: Yeah, so I'm the president. I'm running the day-to-day operations of the company. My dad and my uncle, as well, is involved in the business. The second generation, and they're both the co-CEOs and manage high-level marketing, strategic decisions, finance, accounting, and those areas as well. So they're both involved. So we have a strong team amongst the three of us that run kind of the overall aspects of the business.
0: Okay. Stanford, do you want to add to that? Or?
1: Uh, God, I just got a promotion.
2: No, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I used to be much more involved, but I'm still there. I'm still there. I'm there at seven o'clock every morning. and. I don't do as you know as much as I used to, but I'm still there.
0: It's one thing to work for a company. It's another thing to work for a company that's a family business. It's another when you're elbow to elbow working together. One works for the other, one generation working for the other, so to speak. How is it to be in a family business like that and have all you guys together 24-7 and working together as well as being uh, loving family members?
2: You know what? You learn a lot about your employee or children or whatever. Uh, Adam's always been a you know good kid. Always been well behaved and bright and this and that. And you know there, there there's some stuff that I've learned. And um, <laughs> yeah, like what
1: like, <laughs> he this
2: gets is, a little excited at times. And you know we always don't agree and we have discussions. And I respect his opinion and hopefully he respects mine.
0: Adam, you said he learned some things about you.
2: What did he learn? What did I learn? He's a little more hot headed than I thought. He I was, see. You know. Yeah. But well,
0: probably only when you're wrong.
1: The apple the right.
2: apple doesn't fall far I used to be a little hot-headed yeah. but I've definitely calmed my tone down. So. Okay. Anyway, nobody wants to listen to it anyway, so I, <laughs> I've, I've learned. It's like having the old coach, you know, it's day after day, so You've got to find a different approach.
0: Well, I gotta ask you, Adam, did he frame that right? Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's that that's somewhat fair. Now he may have called it that you get hot headed. You would probably call it I just am very passionate about my work, yeah. right? You pour yourself into it.
1: Right. And yeah. and and I, I learned from the best. So I think part <laughs> of that is that it, it takes passion to run an organization. But you know what I would say about working with family is I think it's a gift too. I really enjoy each and every day. I'm lucky to work with my dad and my uncle and it's a gift that I'm given and not everyone gets that opportunity to work with family like we do. And we're carrying on a legacy that my grandfather started and it's really great. I get to walk into my dad's office and have lunch with him. And even if it's five minutes, it's uh, you know, we get to catch up whether it's business or him to asking when he could see my kids or, you know, wh- whatever. So I feel lucky that I get the opportunity to do it. So look guys, we
0: know that it's both a blessing and a curse to be in a family business. Certainly, When it works, a lot more blessing than curse, but it can be challenging. There are uniquenesses to it, and you guys seem to have mastered it really well. My hunch, in a lot of cases where family businesses work, there's a solid foundation established by whoever the founder is, in this case, Martin Blank, your father, Stanford, and your grandfather, Adam. In his spirit and in keeping with the values he established, it kind of acts as the glue of not only keeping the company together, but keeping the future family members working well together, largely comes down to the foundation laid by that founder. Now, of course, in the case of Wallside, it's a three-generation company, as we mentioned. Company started by Martin Blank in 1944. So, company's obviously been around a while. Great staying power, three generations. Tell us about Martin and how... It came to be that he formed this company.
1: My grandfather was really a salesperson, and he would sell home improvements. And it wasn't really a window company in its original form. He would sell home improvements, whether it was awning, siding, anything really to improve a home. And that's how the name WallSide came about. There was a company, it's still around, called AllSide that had aluminum siding. And so he added the W and sold it and called it WallSide. I actually have an old aluminum sign from Wallside back from the 1950s that hangs in my office. So it's a legacy to that history. And, but he was an entrepreneur at heart. And he read an article in the late 60s about this new product entering the market, vinyl replacement windows. And he always wanted to own his own product, control his own product, because it allowed him to take care of the customer, to respond to customers' needs, not have to deal with a manufacturer and not have to point fingers when issues came up. So he flew out to a company in New York and started getting materials brought in to assemble vinyl replacement windows. And that's how Wallside windows was started.
0: Yeah, as I understand it, he flew out, as you said, to New York, and then uh, he brought back the know-how and the materials.
1: Yeah, so it was a company selling the pieces to make it. So then he would just assemble it, cut it, make his own glass, and build a replacement window in his factory in Detroit. My dad joined 1976, so shortly thereafter. So he's been there almost 50 years and allowed it to grow. And and part of it was, at that point, he went on, uh, hit the airwaves. My grandfather used to be in the commercials. That being radio at the time. Radio and TV, too, yeah. And that marketing allowed us to get our name out. Plus, with taking care of our customer, having that strong brand name, allowed us to grow. And we moved to our current facility in Taylor in the early 90s.
0: Yeah. And in those days, when you go on air, on the airwaves, as you said, whether radio or TV, that was a primary channel to target consumers. Oh, yeah.
1: You hit everyone that back then.
0: Right. You hit everyone. Exactly. Now you mentioned all the noise. You know, you got so many other channels that people are dialed into. You've got to have that omnipresent approach and be everywhere, as you said. How did the company do in its early days? What was it like? Did it meet with early success? Was he right on his bet early on? And was that validated early on that vinyl windows were indeed a great business to be in?
2: Well, let me say this. When we started, we were in a factory that about as big as this room, and we had one salesman, my father, and we had one or two window installers, and two or three people in the back, one girl in the office, and today we have grown in all that to 150,000. We just took occupancy of a new building next door, 75,000. We have, as Adam said, close to 60 salesmen, 60 window installers. So how many people in the factory? A couple hundred, 150 making windows. It's grown a little bit every year.
0: It's grown, but in the early going, was it extremely challenging or was it one of those businesses, and there are a few of these that happen occasionally that come along, was it one of those things where he made a bet on vinyl windows and it was magic from day one? It wasn't magic from day one, it was hard work. But the market embraced the product.
2: Right, and then there were other players in the game and anybody that really ever came into this market is no longer here, so... It was all type Sash. They were a big player at one time. There was another guy at eight mile. New Sash, they were a big player. And uh, you know, they all went by the wayside.
0: Is vinyl still the right way to go? And if so, why?
1: <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. Energy efficient, cost effective, ultimately. So that's the way the way we believe in and it's uh you get a lot of energy efficiency out of it. It's cost-effective, and it, it provides a great quality product at an affordable price. My
2: father always said not everybody drives a Cadillac. Not everybody shops at Walmart. There's a market for everybody.
0: And the market for this product is who?
2: Anybody. Anybody that owns a house. The nicest houses in Bloomfield Hills, Gross Point, Pointe, and the worst houses wherever. You know, I used to sit with the installers every morning. I don't do that anymore. And hear all the stories. What the houses were like, what the neighborhoods were like. They got shot at, and, you know, all kinds of stuff.
0: Tell us about Martin himself. Was he one of these just, uh, he had entrepreneurship in his DNA, you know, it just came to him naturally?
2: My was a very nice man, very honorable man. Bob Talbert, an old writer in the Free Press, wrote a column that when he shook your hand, you could take it to the bank. And that that was my father. And the salesman always had, a, you know, when people come into the showroom, they like to look around. And they would always like when he touched their hand
1: because they would know once they went out to see that customer, it would be a sale. My grandfather was very prideful of what he built. And so he was a salesperson at heart and loved selling. And it was easy for him to sell ultimately the company that he built. One thing we pride ourselves at Wallside is what we sell, we know we can deliver. And so I think my grandfather recognized that from a sales perspective and built up the operation, the product, and the support to allow him to do it. And so he recognized that in sales early on.
0: Is the company driven by much of the same values and mission that he established early on? I mean, obviously the company's gotten bigger, but aside from getting bigger, growing, and being a more successful company, by whatever measure you want to measure it, is the company still essentially, from a culture standpoint, a value standpoint, essentially the same?
2: Absolutely. I talk about this all the time with the people that work for us. Number one is take care of the customer. Number two is... Take care of your employees. My father always used to say the best day of the week was Friday when the salesmen got their checks. They were the happiest guys in the world. That was music to his ears when they'd open their checks up or however we did it then, I don't even know. And, you know, this one was making this, and they'd all be happy.
0: I can picture it. You talk about this family. You talk about the things that matter. You talk about people getting paid well and being proud of the product they offer and feeling good about it.
2: WallSide's kind of the gold standard. So to work at wallside is especially a salesman as
0: a window installer or something of oh I made it to the mountaintop and would your competitors make that same claim to their company or is it well known in the industry that you guys are differentiated significantly in that respect? Yes
2: anybody'll tell you we take care of our customers I mean we we're not in lawsuits One of our financial that we do financing with will you know tell you you know they just love doing business with us because we take care of business from the get-go.
0: We hear it over and over when telling the backstories of iconic businesses who demonstrate a distinctly exemplary level of success. Take care of the customer. Take care of your employees. Make a great product and offer it at a competitive price. Sounds simple? Well, in essence, it is. Of course, it's the execution that makes the difference. Without question, Wallside Windows focuses on those fundamentals and to adhering to a demanding level of execution that simply makes them a cut above. You're listening to Business Biography. We'll be back with more of our featured story right after this break. Stick with us. Welcome back to WJR's Business Biography with your host, Jeff Slow. Welcome back to Business Biography. Today, featuring the story... Of Wallside Windows, as told by second generation family member Stanford Blank and his son Adam Blank, now serving as the company president and leader of the day to day operations. Guys, you know, with great success comes temptation, temptation to say grow more aggressively, or perhaps even temptation to cash in, sell the company, and live the good life. Has there been any thought along the way, and other companies have been tempted by and have gone that way, to expand the product line beyond Windows? I mean, here you are in someone's home. There's a million different things you could sell them in that moment. Some roofers have gone to home improvement more broadly, home products, home solutions, et cetera.
1: What about you guys? Uh, You know, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And no, and and, and why? You can't find anybody to do it today. But But also our core competency and what we're good at is Windows. We control the product, we make it, we are good at Windows. When you know you do something well, you do it. And so that's what we pride ourselves on. Our installers, that's what they do. They Every do really day, Six days a
2: week. Uh, well, I don't know, six days a week anymore. Five days a week. <laughs> 51 weeks a year. We close between
0: Christmas and New Year. That's the only time we're closed. So here you are. You've met with great success. You've obviously built a great company, a great performing company, a great brand. You've got your team. You've got loyal employees, loyal customers, satisfied customers. And your company's growing. There must have been opportunities along the way to sell the company. <laughs> Did you ever think about just taking the cash and going home? No. <laughs> Did you ever get any offers?
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's surprising yeah, to me.
2: Yeah. People know we're not for sale. If somebody came in and offered some crazy amount, yes, but this is our life, you know. So I get a couple more bucks in my pocket. I mean, this is what I do every day. And I'm there every morning at seven o'clock. I have somebody that greets me, in my, my car, he walks me in the door. You know, where else could I go? I'm not staying home.
0: So I would imagine you don't look at this as a quote unquote job. No. And many entrepreneurs, by the way, even though they own the company, still, they would tell you it's a job, but not for you. It's part making money and taking care of the family and having the pride in the business and carrying on your father's legacy. But it's also, it's just who you are. It's your lifestyle. I was just going to say that it's the lifestyle. I mean, that
2: was part of COVID. I was lost without that interaction, walking out to the trucks, kibitzing with all the installers in the morning, listening to all the stories and seeing what really goes on in America. You know, you you go out there and you see these guys coming in every day and trying to smooth them over, make them happy and get them
0: energized for the next jobs. Now, a lot of times earlier generations may feel the way that you do, but later generations may not. Adam, I have to ask you the same question. If the right money came along, is this a lifestyle thing for you? Do you look forward to getting up every
1: day and going to the business and operating it? I'm having fun running the business. So yeah, there's no looks to say, hey, how how do we get out of here? And so I can do something else. It's fun. and It's also carrying on a legacy. So I think that drives me too, of running the organization, continuing to build out a culture and carrying on this legacy, I think really is what drives me. So I get excited to come to work each and every day, to be there, to work with our team members in the Wallside family, to take care of our customers and keep pushing forward to the future. So I think you
0: guys are really expanding what it means to be an entrepreneur. I mean, <laughs> it isn't just about making money for you guys, is it?
1: No, it's about carrying on this legacy. And it's fun. We're having a lot of fun yeah,
0: doing we are. it.
2: You know what? I have fun. Though. I walk around. I BS with everybody. I get them going. And I, I leave. You know, I come in the morning, I stick <laughs> around.
1: He <laughs> makes a mess and I have to clean a, it up. That's right, right. 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 That's, hey. what I, that's what I keep telling him. that's makes my kind of ma-
0: definition of what a CEO yeah, does. Yeah. The customer, so, right? the customer
2: right. calls up and says, who was that guy I just talked to? And Adam says, uh, it's my father. What do you want me to do? <laughs> uh,
0: what do I need to clean up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is fun. I mean, it sounds like, you know, it, it is fun to work at the company. Again, lots of pride going on, lots of happy employees. And that's a great environment to be sure. I want to understand, as you guys think about your business, here you are, you're not for sale, you love it, you're carrying on a legacy, you're passionate about your work. Is it a major objective to come in every day and grow the business, push the numbers? I'm not satisfied with where the business is now.
1: We got to push harder. We got to grow. Is that kind of a driving force at the business? Uh, Well, for me, it is. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I think part of the challenge of a multi-generation business is what can you do next, especially for that next generation. So. I try to focus on it. And obviously our lifeblood is sales. We need new window orders and new customers coming in and buying new windows. And if that dries up, the whole kind of operation grinds to a halt. So that's one thing we focus on day in and day out is where's is that next customer going to be? And where's that next order? And where's the next job going to come from? So making sure we're pushing hard on that nonstop is a big component of what we do. And the other big part about it is the logistics and the operations. We're a really big operationally focused business. As I mentioned, we're in hundreds of homes a day. And so it's making sure the right people, the right product, the right timing, all of that is all set up so we could service our customers, install for our customers, sell to our customers. And so as we look at growth too, that's one of our biggest things too, is how do we create the operational efficiency to support more and more customers each and every day. Let's talk about the future of this great
0: business. You talk about growth. You talk about where it's going tomorrow. You guys are not interested in
1: expanding product lines,
0: at least not in the plan. No,
1: not, no, in, the plan. not, not in our plan unless it, it, it satisfies a few key criteria, but no, it's not in the plan.
0: So growth would come from one or two or both places, either going deeper into your existing market yeah. uh, or with the same product or by expanding your footprint or any other way that you may know that I don't know. <laughs> but to me, those are the obvious ways. Tell us, what's the vision for how you're going to grow this company? Especially you, Adam, you you got to focus on
1: growth. I do. So, you know, a lot of it is continuing to dig deeper into our service areas. Obviously, we're well known in Metro Detroit, but we also service western side of the state, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo. We're in talks of building out a bigger building and, and warehouse out on the western part of the state to kind of service our customers out there. Allow us to have more installation crews and service more customers in that growing area looking into continue to grow our service area, so that's a big thing that we're focused on and building out the operational network for that. We have warehouses in Lansing, Saginaw, Grand Rapids, so building more of those to service more customers. And then also adding more value to our products, whether that's colors or, or more features that allows customers to say, you know, there's more value that I could put into my home with different types of window products. Technology with windows, while it doesn't seem like a high-tech product, is changing constantly.
0: Tell us about that. I mean, you got to keep up with the changing times and you could be eclipsed in the market if someone comes out with something substantially better. Of
1: course. If that's possible. It's always possible. You know, you got that's the world's changing. And so there's always things that are coming up better. So it's working with our partners. We have a lot of great suppliers that are at the forefront of the supply industry and the window market. So looking at different innovations in glass coatings, energy efficiency, blinds between the glass, ensuring that that's high level quality and can be backed up for a very long time. So different colors. There's a lot of things coming out that can provide value to the homeowner that we think we can continue to grow our product and our our business through there. And there's a lot of offshoots related to Windows too. We work with our our screen supplier FlexScreen, which is a flexible window screen. So working closely with them, we helped launch a factory in Rockwood, Michigan to support us. So doing a lot of cool things with that. And so across the board, it's what can we do in our space to continue to grow and make sure that we're providing the best quality product, best value to our customers.
0: Second and third generations of the Blank family, leading Wallside Windows, Stanford Blank and his son Adam Blank, with us today, telling the story of the success their family has enjoyed with this great company. You're listening to Business Biography, headed to a break, back with more of our story today in just a minute. Stick with us.
2: Welcome back to WJR's Business Biography, with your host,
0: Jeff Sloan. Welcome back to Business Biography. Today's story, that of Wallside Windows, now one of the country's leading home improvement companies, based right here in Southeast Michigan and serving an ever-expanding territory across the country. Joining us are Stanford and Adam Blank, the father and son team, second and third generation, now stewards of the company, that Martin Blank founded in 1944. Guys, working in a family company, especially one that by any measure was demonstrating great success under the founder's leadership, carries with it both a burden and a great sense of pride. Great pride and great pressure to ensure that the founder's vision, in this case, again, Martin Blank, your grandfather, Adam, your father, Stanford, it was his vision. And as I said, there's great pressure, no doubt, to continue to lead the company successfully under your leadership. If Martin were to look at the business today and where you guys have taken it, would he be proud of what you've achieved? Would he be satisfied with the direction the business has taken and how it's operating today? Yes, absolutely. He'd be proud that my brother and
2: I went this far. Now Adam's going to the next level.
0: You have confidence that Adam's going to, I know he gets hot-headed every now and then, but aside from that, <laughs> yes. does this guy have what it takes to take this business to the next level? Absolutely. Oh, it's so exciting. That, that's that got to be an amazing feeling for you as a father.
2: That I don't worry about. I mean, if the world falls apart, that I can't control, but he's a total package. I'm not just saying that because he's my son. I'll tell you the way I see him, but he uh, he gets along with everybody well, and that to me is the most important thing. You know, when you come into a family business, you've got to be very careful as how you approach all the employees, you know, they're looking, they're looking the way you're coming in the front door. They're looking when you eat lunch, they're looking at everything you want to do. And uh, it's very important to mold them into your playbook, so to speak. And it's not only your employees, it's the people that I've done business with over 47 years. It's the people that I've developed relationships with. And I'm not telling him that he's got to do business with everybody I did, but if not, then you have to gracefully
0: exit. You know, I have interviewed a lot of people about their businesses and what the secret sauce is to how they make them go and and their unique approach to it and why they're so successful. And I have to say, it's refreshing to hear you guys talk about just really core basic values that make the business go. You're obviously very relationship oriented. I hear over and over and I could kind of put it in that bucket and it really underscores and demonstrates how when putting the customer first, having a good relationship with a customer, making sure your employees have good interaction with a customer because they love their company and they love their job. Those things just work in business. You know, a lot of people think business is so complex and so complicated, but here's an example of a business with 150,000 square feet of warehouse space and all the success that you guys have a household brand been around three generations now taking care of your family and it's run on kind of uh, business fundamentals really human value oriented fundamentals as opposed to, you know, some trickery or pricing switcheroos, whatever it may be. You know, you guys obviously do it well and you pride yourselves on that. Yeah, of course. It's a big part of what we do. And it shows. Yeah, it absolutely shows. You know, here you are not only running a great business, having a great lifestyle as a result, but also representing and carrying on. You talk about carrying on the legacy. There's a lot of pride that goes with that. There's also a lot of pressure (laughs) Oh, yeah, there is. (laughs) I mean, that's there every day. Yeah. And uh, tell me how that plays out in the execution of the company. Emphatically, without question, when I asked you, how would Martin feel about the job you're doing? Stanford, you gave us the big, he'd absolutely be thrilled. But how do you guys feel day to day about knowing that you uh, have to carry this company on that he started?
1: I think the pressure is there and it drives you to be successful each and every day. It comes back to the fundamentals. We make sure that we keep happy customers. The rest of them will take care of themselves. That will continue to drive our business. More happy customers means that they'll tell more people, which means more happy customers.
0: And I would imagine that if I were to ask this question of you, I already know the answer. It's a leading question, but you probably view this business and the brand associated with the business kind of as one of the same as it relates to your personal identity. I mean, it is a big part of your personal identity. It's not just a company you work for or a company that you created or a company that you run. It's you, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And I think for sure, you know, my dad's been doing this for vast majority of his life and it's definitely his lifelong passion. And it's becoming mine too. So I think it's who we are. It's it's what we come to do each and every day. There's no stop to it either. I have people calling me, whether it's uh, customers or sales reps or installers, you know, all hours of the night, kind of checking in, starts early morning and, and ends late at night. But it's it's what we love to do, which is work with our people and make sure that we're taking care of our customers. 24-7. There's nothing more rewarding to me now than when the employees come and
2: I'm in my office and they come and sit down and we talk and just about whatever about oh, whatever. Maybe they have a complaint, maybe they're not happy with their the salesman didn't like his commission on the job, whatever and the door's always open. The door's always open.
0: You've been listening to the story of Wallside Windows, a company built on the fundamental foundation of always putting the customer first, taking care of your employees and producing a great product offered at competitive pricing. A company started by Martin Blank in 1944, and a company which has continued to meet with great success and to grow under second-generation leadership of Martin's sons Stanford, and his son, Adam, both of whom who have joined us today to share their company's great story. We hope you enjoyed our featured story today. We certainly hope you found it entertaining and interesting, of course, but moreover, We hope a few aspiring entrepreneurs may have been inspired by what the Blank family has achieved and will commit to setting yourselves on a course to work to build a great company of your own. Thank you for joining us today on Business Biography.
1: Thanks for listening to Business Biography on the Great Voice
2: of the Great Lakes, 760 WJR.